Hey, it's Chris, the Supply Chain Doctor and Apex Coach, providing you insights and tools to better understand and apply the Apex body of knowledge to everyday supply chains. In this interview, we spoke with Raul Soto to discuss how he is hoping to leverage his experiences in retail on the front lines, military logistics, and new Apex CSCP certification as a foundation for a successful supply chain career. It all sounds pretty boring, so let's see if Raul can prove me wrong. Raul, congratulations on recently passing the Apex CSCP exam, and thanks for sharing your experiences with us. Hopefully, others can listen to this and either develop confidence in, in sitting for the exam, maybe they can develop a good study plan, or, or possibly both. Thank you for having me, and I'm excited to share my story with you guys. So, Raul, let's take a few minutes to discuss two things. Why you wanted the CSCP certification, and maybe then things you did to help prepare for the exam, and then maybe maybe also just a little bit about your background and kind of what got you to this point. So but let's, uh, let's kind of start with specifically why you wanted the CSCP to begin with. So I chose the CSCP mainly because I wanted a, a good understanding of the entire supply chain from end to end. Most of my background has been spent in the grocery business and some time has been spent in the, in the military. And in my time in the grocery business, I learned mostly consumer demand. That's where I kind of spent most of my time is understanding consumer demand and meeting that demand. But I never understood how things were made and how they were distributed to the retailer. That's one of the reasons why I ended up taking the CSCPs because I wanted to understand the end-to-end -end supply chain. How did you learn about this, the CSCP certification? I came across the certification when I was pursuing my associate's degree at GNTC, and it was because of a professor named Graceful Bean. She signed us up for a membership with ASCM, and she encouraged us to look into it and encouraged us to see what they had to offer. And so right before I was about to graduate with my associates, I decided to see what ASCM was, was about, what certifications they offered, and then that's how I came across the CSCP, and I decided this was pretty interesting, and I, I wanted to get that certification. What school was that? GNTC is Georgia Northwestern Technical College. Was it just a normal, regular marketing class, or was it a supply chain class? What would they have there? It was a supply chain class. She was teaching us the supply chain concept class, and, and during that class, she said that she would have liked to uh, sign us all up, and so she... She, she, she did. She signed us up and she uh, made sure that we had a, a student membership, encouraged us to see their learning modules and check out their certifications. And so that's kind of how I started gaining interest about APICS. Well, one thing I, I tell every student that's interested in, in supply chain that the ASCM, which is, it used to be called APICS, now it's ASCM, the membership is free for students. So I encourage anybody to take advantage of that while you can. Yes. I'm glad she glad you had some of that direction from from there. You've kind of been in the supply chain for a while. I know you mentioned the military, but you also said you started on the consumer side, actually working in a store. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I spent for about ten years in the grocery business. I started working there when I was about fifteen, sixteen years old. You know, starting working up front, 
as a bagger or as a cashier. Then as I got older and the longer I stayed, they started putting me in different departments. So I kind of got an understanding of how different departments uh, operate in the grocery store. Then I eventually ended up in the grocery uh, department. And then that's kind of really where I started understanding consumer demand and understanding really how to order, how to forecast, how to pay attention to trends, little things such as the weather, how that impacts your order for the week or for the next couple of days. That's kind of where I really started drawing interest about just consumer demand. And what I didn't know at the time was that I was getting interest in the supply chain. I never really heard about the supply chain until after I left the military. Now that I'm older and understand what the supply chain is, I kind of found it fascinating that in my earlier years in the grocery business, I was having an interest in the supply chain. And then I eventually ended up in the grocery, and I'm sorry, not the grocery department, but uh, in the dairy department. I was given the keys to run that department. And then that's where everything just came together. I understood the, uh, the consequences of ordering too much, too little, having too much inventory, having too little inventory, interacting with vendors as well, making sure you communicate with your vendors every single day about what you, what you need for tomorrow or for the next couple of days. And I really enjoyed it. That was probably the, my best time in the grocery business was running that department because I, I had full control and understood exactly how to run the department. And I really got in tune with consumer demand just observing people's shopping behaviors is something that really fascinated me as well. Just observing their mannerisms, you can pick up how to order and how to anticipate certain sales. It's kind of how I uh, got into supply chain, I guess you could say. Yeah, as I said, you've been in it for a long time. Uh, maybe even you didn't before it was called supply chain because it's interesting when I, as I travel, when I'm able to travel, um, you know, you, you get to talking to people, what do you do, what do you do, that kind of thing. And when I tell somebody I'm in supply chain, they say, well, what is that? That's an opening for me to say, okay, have you ever bought anything? As soon as they say yes, because everybody has, then I say, well, you're the reason for the supply chain. So you, you've kind of started right at the, at the front front end of the supply chain and, and seen it from that perspective. That's neat. Thinking about it now, I'm, I'm really glad that I started off at that end of the supply chain because I really feel that I, that I could really understand consumer behavior and relay that information to somebody who, who would really need that information to, to source or to just for distribute or to produce, uh, whatever the case is. To follow that up, you, you were in the military. Did you do anything logistics related in the military? For a period of time, I held some billets as far as like dispatcher and lot foreman and that you really have to be in tune with logistics. You have to understand logistical movements, how to properly prepare for logistical movements. I was stationed overseas, so there were a lot of road stipulations that you have to abide by when you're doing anything logistical related. And so I kind of understood the logistical side, the military logistics side of things. I really don't know much about civilian logistics. I know mainly about uh, military logistics and uh, I'm really glad that I went through that as well because uh, that kind of was another piece of the puzzle for me to understand the entire supply chain as a whole. Well, it's interesting. I, when I tour warehouses as part of my job, I can typically, with 70% plus or minus accuracy, I can typically tell if, if the warehouse manager has a military background just based on the organization and the cleanliness of the facility. If it's, 
if it's very organized, very clean, you know, the, the stripes are marked on the ground, I can pretty much tell if, if we're in the military. And again, as I said, I'm about 70% accurate. So I don't know if the mili military attracts that type of person or they teach them that mentality, but I think it's, it's a really good skill set to have, especially for military uh, people, logistics careers. Let's talk about the class a bit now, or, or not the class, but the, your studies and, and kind of what you did to prepare for the exam, how you studied, what the processes were, how you worked your way through uh, successfully taking the exam. When I was taking the classes at UTC, my, my process was to take the quiz that's on the learning system and then review the material that was being covered for the, for the week or for the day, review that chapter, and then take notes on the side of what areas I'm weak in, what I don't know. That was a process that I did. And then about three, three months ago, uh, I decided to change up my routine because I didn't want to get complacent. So I changed up my routine and, and I read the chapter first and then I took the quiz and then I continued to make notes. I just wanted to, to do something different to make sure I, I'm, I'm keeping the stuff fresh in my head. I didn't want to get into a routine and, you know, rely on that routine to get me through. I decided it was best for me to, to change it up a little bit. So you took a class at, at University of Tennessee Chattanooga, correct? Yes. What do you think that was helpful for you or, or any suggestions on people? Because you can take, you can actually study for it on your own. I found it very helpful. And one of the main reasons why I wanted to go there was because I wanted to be surrounded by other professionals that are in the supply chain and get their input and their input was very very valuable to me because it was helping me piece together the entire supply chain i thought that was but one of the most valuable things about taking a class at utc so you used all the tools available the online learning systems and which i think are very good tools by the way did, i'm curious did you read all the books of all the page, pages of all the books or Yes, I did. Yeah, you did that. That's tough read. That's a lot of pages, yeah? Yes, it is a lot. Now, how much time do you think you invested in preparing for this uh, this exam? I would probably say I probably invested about 150 hours to 160 hours. So I'm not saying you're an average person, right? But that's a good answer. So. Well, do you have any anything that sticks out at you from what maybe you should have spent less time on or more time on as you after you've taken the exam? I believe that I could have spent a little bit more time going through the flashcards that's in the learning system. Had I gone through the flashcards, I think I would have uh, comprehended the stuff more. Other than that, I think I, I prepared well, but I think I do think that the uh, flashcards I could have utilized a little bit more. Yeah, that's a good tool. Did you print them out? or? Uh, no, I didn't print them out. Uh, I just viewed them on, on the learning system. What I've realized now is that I could have printed it out I could have printed it out and I could have used that help me better understand the key terms. Is there anything exceptional that you did? Because I remember in class, you came, I, I asked you several times about what you were doing. Not, you were doing something and I wanted you to share it with the class, but I forgot what it was. Do you remember? Yeah, it was, I would take the quiz first, the chapter quiz, and then I'd review the entire chapter. I'd read the entire chapter afterwards. That, that was my first process until I decided to change it up. Well, I could tell you were going to be successful on the exam. I mean, I don't know your test-taking abilities, but just from your interaction in the class itself, I mean, you were, you were very observant, you were listening, and 
you, your participation was at a good level too. So I think that says a lot. You know, if I'm talking to anybody that's going to take a class, whether it's online or in person, I, I just think the participation is key. You know, right, wrong, or indifferent in your question or your answers, I think that, that helps everybody. And, and the key thing is if you're in a group of people, you can, you know, the instructor can say all they want, and, but they've got, what, 20 years of experience, but if you get everybody involved, takes that 20 and makes it 80 or 100 years of experience with everybody else in the class, which is one of the things that you talk about. Anything else that you think somebody thinking about sitting for the exam uh, should know about or, or maybe they're in process of studying now? I would say always to remember the customer comes first. When you're looking at either your chapter quizzes, your section quizzes, your practice exams, or the actual exam itself, uh, just remember that this is all about the customer. So it's, it's very customer-centric, just always to keep that in mind. You're spot on. I can tell you we're paying attention. So, Raul, thanks again for that, for that input. Um, so but as we kind of ramp down, uh, what's next for you? What, kind of what are you doing these days, and, and what do you hope to be doing in the next year or two? Uh, well, right now I'm in the process of completing my bachelor's degree in supply chain and logistics. I plan on finishing this December, and after that I plan on pursuing my master's degree in 2022. Uh, at the University of Tennessee, and also I'll be looking for employment as well. Yeah. After my bachelor's, uh, the master's degrees is on, next on deck. Sounds like you're a continuous learner. And where do you live? Where are you looking for, for work? I currently live in Ottawa, Tennessee. That is uh, in Chattanooga, Chattanooga, outside of Chattanooga, actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, would you be open to moving, or you want to stick in that area? I, I'd be open to moving. I'm Great. open to staying here or moving, either or. Well, appreciate the serving our country, what you've done there, and uh, I've had you in the class. It was enjoyable. Appreciate you sharing. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in CSCP or other APIC certifications, there's a YouTube video where you can learn more about bootcamp-style workshops at Georgia Tech. Search on APIC's Bootcamp Courses Informational Webinar. If you're in the North Georgia, North Alabama, Chattanooga area, check out the traditional class formats offered by the University of Tennessee Chattanooga Center for Professional Education's Supply Chain Academy. Optionally, the APIX Coach can bring supply chain certification workshops to your company. Send a note to chris at apixcoach.com. And remember, supply chain is boring. Kind of working at the, at the retailer end. As a teenager, I didn't really understand, you know, I just kind of go through the motions. But as I got older, I understood that, that, that this, is a, this is a pretty neat process. I should probably pay attention more.